Welcome to Shattered, the podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss mental illness. It's by a sufferer, for sufferers, and for the people that are looking to understand what it's like to live with mental illness. G'day, g'day, and welcome to another Shattered, the podcast. I am Mark. Glad to be with you today. Uh, You may hear a small heater in the background today. I don't care. It is like zero degrees in my house, and I record out in the garage, so it's a bit chilly, so I need the heater. Doing something very, very different today. Going to answer some of the questions that people have been sending in. Not sure if you know, but we have over 2,000 downloads now. I think we're up to 45 different countries people have listened to Shattered In, which I am very, very appreciative. And I thought just to give a little bit back, I would answer says just a couple of the questions that have come through. I've been sharing my mental health journey uh, with you, some of the insights that I've seen, but uh, I forget that I know my story really well and there's times where I can just glance over stuff and I don't realize that people are interested in it. So here's a couple of questions that we've had more than once. Uh, We're going to do this again. If you have any other questions, jump on the Facebook, jump on the website, jump on whatever you like, leave a comment there. Mark, got a question for you. We will do our absolute best to answer it for you, either with the a subjected podcast, like a podcast with a whole subject, or in a question and answer like we're going to do today. We're also going to do some live ones in future. So let's get into it. We've got a question from Nathan. And Nathan is from Iceland. I don't know any Icelandic. <laughs> you know, I'd try and be cultural, multicultural and, and say something in Icelandic, but I don't know anything. Nathan wants to know, Mark, are you still taking medication? Yes. Yes, I am still taking medication. I need to. Uh, if I don't take it at night time, I cannot sleep. If I don't take it in the morning, my days can be very, very depressed. So I need a downer at night to put me to sleep. And you might think that that's a bit of a hassle, and it is, but I'm really, really good if you're on a road trip, because you know that if I'm driving late at night and I haven't had my pills, you're going to get there because I can't sleep. Hope that answers your question. Uh, This one from Sue from jolly old England. Uh, Sue, Ask if I still have suicidal thoughts. You may know that I attempted suicide. I don't know how many years ago. Uh, I've tried to blank it out as much as I can. Haven't uh, spent a lot of time focusing on the timing of when my suicide attempt happened. Uh, but to this day, I at times have my mind telling me that I need to kill myself, particularly when something happens, something bad, uh, financial crisis, family crisis. Uh, my mind will tell me that I'm failing and that it would just be easier for everybody if I was dead. However, what is the uh, great thing that I have is after my suicide attempt, I was lying in the ambulance, there was police around me, there was paramedics, I was covered in pepper spray, Uh, I realized that all I wanted to do was go home. I realized that I didn't want to kill myself. I wanted to, uh, to live and I wanted to be with my wife 
and I knew that she was a reason worth living. So now when the thoughts come, I have an actual memory and experience that I can draw on to challenge those thoughts with. Uh, That really, really helps me. Okay, we got, man, my, my family history is we're Australian for four or five generations, but we're Irish Australian. And I should know this better. Iwan, Iwan from Ireland wants to know about my sleep issues. Oh, we talked a little bit about this before. But um, yeah, if I don't have medication, I can't sleep. I It's not that I can't turn my mind off. It's just that I can't, I don't know, flick that switch that just gives you that peace to sleep that that uh, you know that moment where you're not thinking about anything you're just lying there you you I don't know if we meditate ourselves to sleep or whatever it is I just can't get to that point so I'll be exhausted and I'll jump into bed and I'll want to go to sleep but then I'll find myself lying there for two or three hours and then I'm just bored and I can't sleep uh is it directly attributed to PTSD? That's a really great question. And it's one that I haven't really asked. Uh, I've always kind of taken it for granted that sleeplessness is just part and parcel with heightened anxiety. Uh, Really good question. I maybe should have done a little bit of research before we did this. Okay, uh, Abdul from West Virginia in America, never been to West Virginia. Hello, West Virginia. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to do an American accent. I'm too cold. Uh, he would like to know if my kids have mental illnesses. <sighs> this is a hard question. I have three kids. Uh, they're all boys, except for two of them. And the two that aren't boys are my two older daughters. At the moment... Both of my daughters are struggling with mental health issues, part and parcel because they have grown up with a father who has had PTSD. My daughter, my oldest daughter was two when I came home with the PTSD. My second daughter has, from birth, has lived with a father who has been volatile, uh, depressed, anxious for most of their lives for all of their lives. So whether that is why they have a mental illness or symptoms of a mental illness, uh, I think we can be fairly sure that we can point the finger at that. But my family does have a little bit of a proclivity to having uh, emotional issues. If we look back historically, Uh, A few of my relatives have been on the uh, edge of uh, what I would, from the remote distance, um, kind of say that they may have had mental illness. Uh, But I do know that PTSD, my brother has it, I have it, Uh, my youngest brother went through an experience, had PTSD symptoms, don't know whether it's family related. Uh, but what I can't do is I can't focus on the why 
because you're never going to be able to answer the question of why something is happening to someone. Even myself, there was a traumatic incident that gave me my PTSD, but it took years of um, kind of sessions with Sykes to work out that the trauma was prolonged over a number of years and a number of incidents. So, um, yeah, the asking of why, uh, I don't really, I don't really delve into that too much, but my daughters, I am regretful that they have mental illness kind of symptoms that they're going through. Um, you wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy, but you know, they're my daughters. I love them. It's their reality. We just push forward, you know? Um, yeah, things are tough for them at times with friendships and things like that. But, you know, mental illness is not a death sentence. Uh, it's bad. And, you know, let's not for one second try and pretend that it's not bad because it is. It's horrible. It's shocking. It's terrible. Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. But it's not a death sentence. There's life through mental illness. Uh, if you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to do the things that you need to do to look after yourself, take your medication, mental illness is just another condition. And it's something that you can work through with the proper support and mechanisms in place. So I hope that answers your question, Abdul. All right, we've got somebody from Turkey. That's awesome. Uh, Deborah. Deborah. Wouldn't think there was a lot of Debras in Turkey, but that's all right. How are you, Deborah? Mate, um, your question. Uh, you mentioned a few times that you speak in public. Oh, yes. Uh, I work with a volunteer organization in our uh, state, our territory uh, of the Australian Capital Territory. I volunteer to go into schools, to workplaces, to talk about mental illness, the experience of mental illness, what it's like to live with mental illness, to kind of educate people. And that's what the uh, group is called. Um, look, I really want to tell you their name and it would be real easy to find through my Facebooks and all that sort of stuff, but I've not asked them if I have permission to talk about who they are and exactly what they do on a podcast yet, uh, but hopefully we'll get that soon because I'd love to tell you about the work that these people do. It's really cool, you know. We just go out to schools, we go out to different places and we just talk about what, has happened in our lives that, uh, and the ways that mental illness has affected us. Uh, I love it. I get to go to different schools. I'm nervous as hell when I do it, which is really surprising because I've been basically a paid public speaker for, I don't know, six, seven years now. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's good. I enjoy it. I love talking about it in the in the way of just being able to explain to people that life goes on, that uh, you can't... It's more it's more along the lines of I, I can't let people let things go. Uh, I need people to be aware that there is a thing out there called mental illness and you have to be aware because just like any other injury or accident... 
the faster you get to it, the better the outcome. So if you cut yourself and then put it under cold water, dry it with something sterile, put band-aids on it and betadine, disinfect it, it's good to go. If you cut yourself, wrap it in a dirty rag and forget about it, it will get bad. And the intervention that they'll have to do later on will be much worse. Well, that's the same with a mental illness. The longer you let it go on, the worse things are going to be. So hope that answers your question. All right, we've got a question from Mohammed in France. Um, <laughs> yes, mate, I am writing a book and it will be out through the website in the next couple of days. We're only doing, uh, I guess, digital um, publishing for the moment. It's going to work out that that's going to be a better option because our listener base, as I said, it's, what, 41 countries now. Uh, I want people anywhere to be able to just grab it. Uh, it'll be like 10 bucks, something like that, and it'll be available through the website and all the funds will go back into creating, uh, producing Shattered the Podcast. <laughs> uh, and it's called Living with Mental Illness. It's Shattered the Book, Living with Mental Illness. Going to call it quits for that today. Don't forget, I want to do this more and more often for people. If you have questions, please put them through to our website. I am more than happy to do uh, a couple of these. I, I don't mind asking, uh, answering questions. And once again, and as always, I really appreciate you listening to Shattered the Podcast. Don't forget, check out the website. The book will be out soon. Uh, you can support us through Patreon. If you feel like financially supporting us, just a couple of bucks each month. There's a few giveaways there. And soon anybody that supports us through Patreon will get shattered the book for free. That'll be one of your things that you will get for signing up to support Shattered the Podcast. Thank you very much for your time today. I'm going to leave this pretty much unedited and ready to go. Hope you enjoy it. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Shattered the Podcast. I'd like to thank our producer, Meredith Brosnan, our executive producer, Torian Lau, and the band Adelaide for allowing us to use their song as our theme. Go to shatteredthepodcast.com for more information. Bow.